When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt out in uh, very hot, hot, hot California. Adam Glenn is on the other side of the country. How's the weather out there? I mean, we're going to sound like a bunch of old men right now talking, but how is the I weather mean- over there? I'm in very humid, humid, humid New York City, but I um, I love it. I enjoy it. I appreciate it. I enjoy it. You know, what, Dad, you like I, the heat or you like humidity? I, I will take it both. And the reason is, is I work outside and the winters are so long here that it's, it's tough on my body. It's tough. And I wear so many layers. Um, I have this Canada Goose jacket, which are you familiar with Canada Goose? Yes. Yeah, the one you like. You didn't steal. You did something, right? Yeah, I got it for free. I didn't steal it, but I, (laughs) I got it for free. I kind of, I used my, uh, my, my, I don't know. I complained. I don't know. I did something. I got it for free. Anyway, it was the best thing I did. But it's like I'm a during the winter. I'm like a bear. I'm rubbing against poles to itch my back. I just have so many layers on that. When the summer comes, I appreciate it. I love coming home, all gross and sweaty, and taking a good shower. So it's uh, I hate being sweaty hot all the time. It I'm sucks. so used to it, and I wear like those like Under Armour type shirts. That's sort of like that's I don't know. I I love it. I love it. You know what it is, Dax? I got to be honest with you. I'm trying to figure out now if my work is going to be in jeopardy because of the I don't, strike. Yeah, it's not that, that I won't find celebrities, or but I I'm wondering if celebrities will use that as a cop out to get out of interviews. Like, oh, I can't mm-hmm. talk to you. The strike. I'm like, actually, you can. You just can't promote a product, or I mean, pro, pro, promote uh, a series or show, a project. Yeah. So it's weird. I know the morning shows now are like struggling to get guests, like shows like Live with Kelly and the morning shows. Like, they still need content to film to fill yeah, their like, gaps w- in. But that's the only reason people go on those big shows is to promote a project. So if you're not promoting something, why would you go on Live with Kelly, your one of the other shows? Because then you just look like a scab, right? Like you look like you're going against everyone unless you're there to just talk about the strike. But you can't only talk about the strike every time that you go on a show. Yeah. What I think is, you know, sort of like what happened during the pandemic and COVID, there's going to be celebrities that ask themselves questions. How do I take advantage of the situation? You know? So for example, I think that celebrities are going to go to brands and just doing, start doing content with brands on their own social media to make money. Cause again, a lot of these people need to make money. They're going to want to move ahead. How do you, how do you take advantage of this? Um, yeah, I'm curious be to see how long, I'm curious to see how long this whole thing will end up lasting. 
because um, it could be months and months and months. We we have no idea at this point. Um, it depends on how quickly they come. The union comes to an agreement with these big um, production houses or or movie networks and all that kind of stuff. I I don't know, dude. Could be out of content for quite some time. I think it's gonna be a long time. I think it's gonna be a really long time until we get. I, when I mean a long time, I think it's be till mid fall. That's my guess until they find out a solution because there's gonna be. It's going to be a standstill for a while, and I think it's not going to be until at least November where we start to kind of Which get is some scary for people who are writers or actors that aren't the big names, that haven't made the ton of money. You know, like they're kind of like that C-list star or someone who's getting cast in just random episodes. Like they're the ones totally getting boned right now. Well, I guess two reasons but number one they're not getting paid the the fair wages that they should be getting um on a normal basis but then now you're out of work and you you can't you can't find anything so like that sucks like you're not like jennifer anderson who's like oh i've got millions i doesn't matter yeah. if there's writer strike necessarily to she'll be fine you know so what i've been doing is well i only did it one day last week i think it was friday I, I, if someone is out there listening to this who is based in New York or based in LA and wants to see a celebrity in their natural habitat, go to the strikes, go to the picket lines, mm-hmm. and you'll see the people kind of walking with signs. I went by one the other day and it was Times Square. I didn't see any celebrities walking. However, it's weird. I don't know if the celebrities will be cool or not if like they'll take photos with your sign autographs when they're striking. I have to imagine they would because there's just so many eyes or peers are seeing them. So I got to imagine they'd want to be, um, you know, look a little bit decent as a person. Plus, they want people to be on their side for the strike. I now, think. Sorry, are are the big news anchors, are they all still on the air? They are. So apparently radio and like the morning show, like those kind of news anchors, they are still doing their stuff because they are union. However, mm-hmm. they're considered like multimedia. They're kind of like a different sort of niche. A different category. So category. So they're able to still do their, their programs. They're not affected. So some of those people – actually, it's funny. I talked to a radio personality, a big radio personality, and they're like sort of pissed. Like, oh, I still have to work. You know? Like, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, you're not going to get paid. So Yeah, exactly. Matter. Think how many people would love to be in your position right now and get a paycheck at the end of the day. I know, Dax. But uh, before we move on, what are you watching on TV right now? I need some recommendations of some shows. Uh, to watch. Jury duty. You're still watching that? Yeah. Well, do you think uh, it was that good? A lot going on. There's. I'm very busy, and so there's there's like random nights that we can sit down and keep watching. So I'm only like a couple episodes in, just because we've been so busy lately with summertime. It's like yeah. I feel like we're constantly out. We're hanging out with friends or staying up late or whatever. So I just haven't gotten through that much of it. But it's really like the the more episodes I get into, the funnier it gets. I see. I thought it was. Uh, it's not my humor. I think there's well, the, how many episodes you get into. I saw a few. I mean, it was fine. It was just like it was. It was a cute thing. I don't know if I could watch it again. It was like something to watch. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't rewatch it. It's not like a movie that you want to rewatch, but it's funny while it's going on. Do you watch Impractical Jokers? I love that show. Oh, it's so you are freaking so, funny. You, see, we have different senses of humor. You like Impractical Jokers. I like Jackass. Like that's just you know, oh God, I'm dude, more of a Jackass guy. Practical Joker is so freaking funny. Do you ever watch the Carbonaro effect? I actually enjoy it. It's not like I find it funny. I do. It's cute. It's fun, but yeah. it's, it's really just more of a fun show to me. I yeah, don't like. 
It's not like I'll watch marathons of it. I just like if it's on, I'll watch it for a little bit. I don't even know if the show is still like on. Like I don't know if they're in production or that they even make new seasons of that show. But I I've watched so many, and it's it, they do a good job with that. Yeah, I I would I watch. You know what I I honestly the show I watch the most is probably Pawn Stars. I love Pawn mm-hmm. Stars. I just I find know. that show. Do you not I like don't know that? If show? I've ever watched an episode of Pawn Stars. I find it. I know so it's a big good. deal, but I don't think I've ever watched an episode. Really, I watch a lot of Pawn Stars, and I watch American Pickers a little bit, and then I watch like these like restoration car shows. I'm not even a car guy, but I appreciate these car shows. But I've been going on Hulu trying to watch like new shows and find something, but I feel like there's just there's just nothing on right now. Well. Don't get excited because there's nothing coming out, nothing coming down the pipeline at this moment. Uh, maybe The Bachelor. I watch. You know what? I might watch The Old Bachelor. Are you gonna watch this new The Bachelor with the old guy? No. No, you, The Bachelor. Now they have they called like the Golden Bachelor, and they're picking like no, a senior. still no, no. I, I just we we got out of the Bachelor Bachelorette like the the franchises a long time ago just because i don't know they switched it up and i didn't like the switch up so much and we stopped watching it so it's hard to get back into a show like that when you're been out of it for so long all right well the golden one is something i might watch because i'm just kind of curious but again i don't watch the bachelor and i'll tell you what i don't know if i said this recently but i ran into the new bachelor rets recently charity yeah was it is it cool oh not cool not cool not nice like just sucked, sucked. <laughs> she, she just sucked, and I, and as a person, she just sucked. And people were like, "Why? Ooh, you, you maybe no." She, she just was not pleasant. You just bleh. Yes, yeah, so mm. just not cool. And it's like, if you had that job, you should just be so fortunate, so appreciative. And I think I said, if you're thirty guys competing for, I think some of those guys would be like, "Yeah, guys, maybe we shouldn't be competing. This is not worth the fight." Yeah, it's like everyone's it's not worth the fight. It's this not worth the... the fight. You can have her. Just take her. Take her off my back. All right, what, Dax. Why don't we talk about what today's episode? Well, we today's episode. It was funny because um, I, a couple weeks back we did an episode where we talked to all about like the real birth names of a lot of celebrities and like you know just random facts. And the episode blew up, and people hit me up, and they're in my DMs. They're like, "That was my favorite episode. I loved all the random." history and knowledge and facts and things that you guys were uh, were putting out there so you know adam and i were talking about just the random weird things that we've come across in hollywood and we started brainstorming and there's a lot of like fun random things that people don't know about like well i'll get into it but um and so we're, we're just going to devote an episode towards Hollywood is freaking weird. And that's all it comes down to. There's a lot of weird stuff that you don't know that has either happened or that's going on or. Um, yeah. And so we're going to we're going to dish out some of that knowledge to you guys. But um, I should probably get to a, a, re- a review real fast. Yeah, please do. Yeah. All right. This one comes from Gemma's grandma of oh, four stars. I don't even know if I should be reading this. Um, it says Prince Harry and Megan, great podcast, but Dax, you're wrong. Harry and Megan aren't good people. Too many lies and very mean. I give them three years. Yikes. Gemma's grandma is not happy <laughs> with Megan and Harry. I, can't blame um, I know. I know. Okay. Listen, listen, here's the deal with Megan and Harry. I want so hard to believe them in the deepest parts of my soul. 
it's just they make it very hard to um to to be on their team. I guess that's what it really comes down to. I want to cheer them along, but they make it really hard because they just keep doing dumb crap. So yeah. All right, fine. Maybe I've you know what's so funny. I speaking of Harry Megan, I was with I ran some people yesterday and they asked me who is the most expensive shot? Who's the one who who will continuously make the most money? And who would you say is like the, if any? I said it was Meghan Markle. That the the photo of them is always the most valuable. I would say that yeah. I would say they're constantly wrapped up in controversy. And plus, it could just be them out walking around in California or New York or wherever. And it's like it's them here in the U.S., which is just a part of a bigger story. And so people will post that too. So it doesn't yeah. really matter what they're doing. The the photo will sell. Well, they told me like, they're like, well, actually we were just, I mean, I guess this is like the last time they were in New York city. They're at this restaurant, this people I know they're at La Conde Verde and their company rented out the private room. They just, I guess, reserved the private room mm -hmm. to eat and ha Prince Harry and Meghan came and they couldn't use the private room. So they eat like in the middle of the restaurant with everyone. And mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's just gotta be a spike to see if, if you're in the room eating at a restaurant and Meghan and Harry are there. How do you not just keep looking, staring, seeing what they're ordering? Oh, 100%. I'd be I would so not be able to, to focus like, on my conversation. Yeah. I'm one of those people that like I would keep like as much as a, the conversation with whoever I'm there with is probably totally fascinating and interesting. I would still probably be looking over every couple seconds to be like, well, what are they doing? It's there. It'd be like it being at the zoo. You have to yeah. watch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very like I'd be curious what they're ordering to the bill to just how it all goes down. It would be, it'd be really embarrassing for them because I would just be totally like weird on it. I'd be so, <laughs> yeah. And we're people who don't normally get starstruck, but we would watch them. I, you know, it's so funny. Last week I talked to Conor McGregor uh, I got Conor McGregor on camera mm -hmm. and he is a big star, but I've seen him so many times. Like I wasn't even start part of me in the back of my head. Like, would you be starstruck if you're talking to Conor McGregor? Mm. not like starstruck like oh my god like but like holy shit i'm talking to conor mcgregor yeah i think there's always that moment where we get people on the podcast or in real life and you're like this is cool you know like i never thought i'd be talking to this person or whatever but conor mcgregor is not like my top 10 like coolest people that i want to hang out with kind of thing like he's you know he's a big deal he's famous but it doesn't really like doesn't do much for me yeah, no, I get it. I interviewed him last week, and he is a big deal. He is a big star. He's one of the highest earning athletes out there. But like, as I'm talking to him, I didn't even realize, like, hey, I'm talking to Conor McGregor. I'm like, yo, Conor, let's do this. And I'm just like, why am I talking to him like we're like friends or like he's some guy, like my next door neighbor. Like, hey, hey, good buddy. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? Like, I was just so – I was like in the not in the right mindset. That's funny. Very, very. Actually, you know who I talked to last week? Who I, I actually wanted to give him on the podcast, and now I don't. I just don't know how people react to him, but I do find them interesting. Who's and I, I don't know. This is someone who I reached out. I didn't even tell you that I reached out to them, and I and I ran to them last week and I interviewed them, and there was a good interview. Is and I don't know if he's really considered pop culture, or, but uh, Geraldo Rivera. Wow, that's a random name. I did not I expect that name to come out of your mouth. Would you want to interview, or would you want to talk to Geraldo? Like, are you curious about him? Mm. It's okay if you say no. Yeah, not really. Here's why I say he's – I'm just curious in him. I just think he's one of those guys who would just kind of be very blunt and be honest about his relationships with people and, like, 
tell it how it is. Mm-hmm. So I respect and I appreciate that. But he, again, he seems like a just a goofball to me. An old man. Old man goofball. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I feel like he would talk shit. <laughs> you know, it's well, so then funny bring him on the podcast. I just, yeah, I mean, I talk shit's always fun, but you know, it's funny. I talked to him. I was like, hey, you just left Fox News. Did um, Tucker Carlson reach out? And he's like, no, I'm not really friends with Tucker. I'm like, oh, that's, I just appreciate like that honest answer. Like, hey, we're not really friends. Like the way he said it, like, no, he could have. Yeah. So, all right. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Let's get into today's episode. This is just random. But, this, uh, I know we are all over the place, but again, when we're all over the place, for some reason, people like it. I don't know why, but okay. Yeah. Uh, no, this this whole thing started off because I think I reached out to you. I don't know, like a week ago, and I was like, "Did you know that Elvis Presley was naturally blonde?" And you were like, "No." <laughs> and, uh, and so then this sparked our. Hollywood is weird because there's so many things that people just don't know fact from fiction or just, again, I go back to strange Hollywood facts uh, throughout the years. And so um, we we got on that topic. And I guess I guess the whole thing with Elvis and maybe there's a lot of people that knew this and I just didn't. But he used to use like shoe polish, shoe polish to darken his hair. Because it like started off as something so simple, like it just he thought it made him look more handsome. And then it became his thing. And now everyone to this day knows Elvis with the like the dark hair. Um, it was that super handsome look. And if you would have paid me a thousand dollars and said, what's his natural hair color? I would have said, oh, absolutely. Like black, brown, dark brown, whatever. Blonde would not have been in my my top three. Did they show him blonde at all in the movie? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the movie, but if you go back, you didn't see the Elvis you... movie. What is it? You didn't see the Elvis movie? No. Did you? I honestly, I saw the first half of it because then I got a little bit. <laughs> the like... fact that you just were like, "What? You didn't see it? No, you haven't even watched it, really?" I saw the first. <laughs> I saw like half of it, and then I kind of got a little bit bored. And I know people love the movie. I just well, in the first half, did they show long. him blonde? No, not that I remember. Interesting, because I went and like Googled, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like there are old photos. Do it of Elvis with blonde hair. It's weird. Like it's just not what I expected. Elvis, yeah. blonde hair. Yeah, I mean, a a very good-looking dude with blonde hair, but I just always thought he had black hair. So was this um, sort of like just a? marketing thing for him when he went dark or is it just like the style i it's the what i read was that he thought he looked more handsome with darker hair so that's why he started doing it gotcha he's a good looking dude with blonde hair though my god it's elvis yeah funny it's uh listen i'm wondering how it would change i'm trying to picture elvis later in his career with blonde hair and if that would change his, the trajectory of his career. But I guess, I mean, because he did have a, it was just the branding alone. 
with Elvis. Yeah. Do you know who owns actually the Elvis licensing? Oh wait, wait, wait. I do know this. Hold on. Was it was it Michael Jackson or something? No, that was the Beatles stuff. Um, who who owns the Michael Jackson catalog? Shaquille O'Neal. Not the catalog. What? The licensing to the brand. He owns the brand Elvis. No. I'm pretty confident with it. I'm not trying to like put some weird stuff out there. Shaq has Marilyn Monroe, um, Elvis. Uh, Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, he he doesn't own Elvis. So Shaq is – there's a there's brand called Authentic Brands Group. They, yeah. Shaq is the second largest shareholder in the company. The actually other guy is a billionaire. And he, you know, they own a bunch of things. One of them is Reebok. One of them is um, uh, Marilyn Monroe, uh, Muhammad Ali, David Beckham, and yes, Elvis Presley. So they they basically own the brand. Hmm. I did not know that. That's actually totally fascinating in- information. Yeah, it's pretty. It's Forever Twenty One. Shaq owns them all. He's J.C. Penney. He's the mm-hmm. second largest shareholder in all those companies. That's crazy. By the way, I just as, as we were going over this, I realized that uh, Amy Adams also not a natural redhead. Did you know that? Blonde. I did not know that. Yeah, she's got blonde hair. She went red, huh? I wonder if that was just like her agent said to her, "Go red." Uh, maybe she just had that like blondish with blonde. the red highlights and then she accented like went darker red because you know that's kind of how i know her i know her as the redhead you always get like i always between amy adams and what's the girl that sarah uh uh, basha cohen is married to oh um oh god what is her name and you know people are screaming the, it right now. now. They, they're all yeah. Isla Fisher, Isla Fisher, I, Isla Fisher. Yeah. I always get confused between the two. Like when you picture them, if you try to picture Isla Fisher, mm-hmm. and and you always, I always get confused with the two. Well, who's the other person you said? Isla Fisher, and who's the actress we just talked about? Are you talking about Amy Adams? Yeah, Amy Adams and Isla Fisher. If you try to picture them in your head, I always get confused between the two. Oh, that's so funny. I do not. <laughs> I have to imagine them to have like competed for jobs together. Oh, I'm sure. I think a lot of these people cross over with having to compete for jobs with one another, especially if they look a little similar or whatever, for sure. Yeah. All right. Give me another random kind of thing that's going on. Um, another one. This wasn't, I mean, this is super old, but with all the um, the articles coming out recently with Ricky Martin and getting divorced. Someone pointed out that Chad Chad, Channing Tatum was in the She Bangs music video. Did you know that? He wasn't a bartender. He was a bartender. I had to go back and watch. I I did not. Obviously, this was pre-Channing actually becoming super famous. And he literally is. It's a quick cameo. He's in there, you know, making a drink shirtless. But he got paid apparently like $400 for five days of work to be in the she bangs video so if you haven't seen it go go google it watch the music video but it's just kind of funny to see a young channing in this video that's cool um i wonder how i wonder if he spoke about that in an interview or if a fan kind of yeah because it'd be hard to notice it was out. him right yeah i would i'm wondering how that came out 
You know, it's so funny. So I, one time I saw James Marsden on the street. Mm-hmm. You're speaking of jury duty. I saw him on the street and he, I was like, dude, I'm a huge fan. I started, you know, I'm, who's like a huge fan of James Marsden. I like him, but I'm not like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with James Marsden. Anyway, I saw him and I was like, dude, I loved you since Saved by the Bell. And I remember, I remember he was in Saved by the Bell, but I don't remember what he was in Saved by the Bell. And I thought that he was an extra on Saved by the Bell. And I said to him, I was like, dude, man, I loved you since Saved by the Bell since you were an extra on Saved by the Bell. And he's like, he got really defensive. He goes, I wasn't an extra. And I was like, oh. Did he have like a speaking role? I guess he had a speaking role, but I thought he was an extra. And he got really like, kind of pissed off like uh hey man i wasn't an extra and i was like oh okay (laughs) never mind but uh, you know you're like whoa calm bro it's saved by the bell chill out we should do it because me and you are constantly going back and forth and like with random facts but then we can't think of names there's got to be a good (laughs) hollywood trivia Mm -hmm. game show don't you think yeah like why isn't there a like I know they tried doing sports or they're considering bringing back a sports trivia show to ESPN, but why isn't there a pop culture Hollywood celebrity game show on TV? I think that could do really well. I think it did. Like Ellen was kind of the closest to having like a, a game show with celebrity like names. Remember when she would do like the rapid fire and you'd have to name the celebrity really quickly or the time would run out. Yeah, she did a bunch of like fun games like that that had involved celebrities or their images, that kind of stuff. I just miss the old fashioned game show. Like nothing that it doesn't have to be too complicated, like deal or no deal. I want it to be mm-hmm. so basic where it's someone Jeopardy style, three guys at a buzzer and go, boom, uh, James Marsden, boom, say by the bell. That's all I want. Yeah, that'd be cool. Something solely basic. All right. That was my rant. All right. What's next, Dax? Um. I think you were the one that pointed out this story and we, I just don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. That's the only reason I'm bringing this up because I think this conversation went back like a year ago when you told me Tim Allen had been arrested for like cocaine possession, served two years in jail. I didn't know any of it and my mind was blown. And so I wanted to bring it up on this episode because I just thought it was such a fascinating thing that he was caught with like 1.4 pounds of cocaine in this whole like big undercover operation back in 1978. He was facing a life in prison, but he ended up snitching on all the other dealers in exchange for a lighter sentence, got out of jail and just like completely changed his life around. But it's one of those like typical Hollywood stories where you have no idea. Like when you think of Tim Allen, you think of like tool time, home improvement. You don't think of this like drug dealer who literally went to prison for two years. I just think it's such a fascinating story. And I don't know if everyone knows about it. Was he like the, the mule? Was he, is that he was, did you see actually it's on Netflix right now, Clint Eastwood, the mule, but was he the one like just, I think he was selling it. I think he he was was actually selling. selling. Yeah. He was selling it in Michigan and ended up getting caught in a big drug ring bust and went to prison. And I think while he was in prison, decided to like change his life around. Uh, But that to me is just this is a story that I don't know how it's not bigger. Like, how did I work for so many years in this industry and have no idea about this Tim Allen story for so long? Yeah. Tim Allen, by the way. I mean, Tim has had a great career, an interesting career, because he hasn't done a ton of projects, 
but he's always been successful. I mean, obviously he did a TV show that ran for years. And then you think of the movies besides that, that Christmas movie and um, Toy Story, I guess. But I will say something about uh, Tim Allen. Very, very nice guy. Super nice. And such a nice guy. And it's, it's weird because I didn't – I'm not saying I, I, didn't, I didn't realize how nice of a guy is. Like just like a happy, nice, cool guy. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. And, and it might go back to this moment in his life. He has clarity. He's a, he changed his life around. He's a different person. And so he views Hollywood and fame in a different way than a lot of people. Yeah. And I respect that he still does stand up and he doesn't like kind of tour. He just does it because he enjoys it. And that's like how he started. So, oh, cool guy. Okay. Here's one. Did you know? Okay. I'm going to have you guess actually. How many brothers and sisters do you think Dennis Rodman has? So, the way you just put that out, he definitely doesn't have like three or four. It's got to <laughs> be some odd number. It's got to be something strange. I'm going to say. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to just mm-hmm. say nine. Not, you know what? I'm going to say 11, just to throw something odd out there. That, very close. Very, very close. 29. <laughs> yeah, that's not close. <laughs> Wait, so say this again. So, Dennis Rodman. Okay, so years ago, he had said that he actually has 46 brothers and sisters, but apparently his dad heard him say that, and came out and said no 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 he only has 29 kids only his dad so it's not was like no it's not 46 i only have i so i guess it's actually 28 because if he would be one of the 29 so 28 brothers and sisters 28 brothers and sisters so it can't be all with the same woman we'd have to imagine no I, i i think his dad um got around yeah, I just wonder how many women he has. I mean, that's. But think about think about when you become famous and rich, and all your like the people in your life come out of the woodwork because they want money or they they just want to be around you because you're famous. Homeboy has twenty eight siblings, probably hitting him up, being like, "Hey, I'm having a rough time right now. Can you send uh send me a a little uh money in the mail?" <laughs> 28 you know i'm i'm your brother help me out i mean yeah 28 i just i'm curious about his relationship with all his i doubt he knows all of them he he can't really i wonder if he he even met all of them yeah no way no chance and how do you choose which ones you're close to or the ones you kind of have a relationship with I will say it's probably hard to kind of deal with dennis now because i talked to some people that work with him recently and they just said he's just mentally he's just out there right now he's just Dennis they, Rodman. They, i've seen so he it's worse than house, ever. did i ever tell you that he had a house down in newport so like no. when i was in high school i used to see him all the time so he had this pink house that sat right on newport beach like right on the sand and he had and it was like you could literally walk up to it. anyone could but he would have a neon sign and when he had a party, he would turn the neon sign to open, which meant anyone could come into his house and party. Wait, what? Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, it was like a neon open sign that faced the the water. And when you knew when you saw that sign on, it meant okay, party's on. Anyone can come in. Wow, isn't that did, cool? So did you go in at all? Or? 
No, because I was I was like high school at the time, so I wasn't strolling into his parties. But we, we used to go down, we'd hang out on the beach, and he'd be right in front of his house all the time. And we would see him always riding his bike. He would have like a it was almost like a biker gang. Him and his buddies would ride their beach cruisers around, go to the local restaurants. I saw him at the a bunch of restaurants down there all the time. He was just he was a local celebrity, always hanging out. I mean, listen, he's 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 an interesting guy, he's very unique. I think he does have he definitely has some demons. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of cool that if you have that money and you're just like, yeah, this is the type of guy I am, like just kind of just I mean, that's the life. Riding your bike with your buddies on a Tuesday and then just go to lunch and just hang out all day. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's- we were there was a funny moment. So my brother-in-law was asking my soon to be sister-in-law to marry him. And so we were tasked to, Hey, go down there and like videotape them as they're like going throughout their day. And I remember they were going to this restaurant and we were like hiding in the bushes, videotaping the him and his soon to be fiance walking in. And Dennis Rodman literally like rode his bike to the same restaurant, parked, got out. <laughs> so we have this video of like this, this engagement moment. And then Dennis Rodman shows up halfway through it. That's so funny. Um, I have the wildest, wildest Dennis Rodman story that one day I will tell you, but I can't really say it now. Uh, you've been it's teasing just, me with this story for a very long time. It's, it's, and you just uh, keep telling me like, Oh, once we make it big enough or once we go on to a, you know, a, like a Howard Stern type show, that's when you're going to release this story. So I've yeah. been I've been patiently waiting in the wings for you to expose this story. Yeah, I don't know. This story, it's a really insane story. It's 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 just a wild Dennis. Insane stories my... like as insane as like having sex with a ghost. Have you ever had sex with a ghost? I have not. I don't know if I'll do that at all, but you're not I mean, into that. No, you're not into the, like the ghost sex. Yeah. Is that, is that an actual real thing? Yeah. Well, Kesha, Kesha said she's had sex with a ghost. What? What? And she's, same with Lucy Liu. Both Lucy Liu and Kesha have said that they've had sex with the ghost. So Kesha, I remember she told Ryan. Seacrest, I'm not. Su- by the way, I'm not surprised that Kesha said it, but I am surprised that Lucy Liu has said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kesha said she lived in this, like I guess, this flop house, whatever that means, uh, in rural uh, rural Canyon, and she said there was this weird in- energy that lived there, and she used to. And it used to keep her up at night and wake her up. And it progressed into this dark sexual spirit. And basically that they'd like get it on or something. Very weird. And Lucy Liu also had like a very similar story where I guess she was doing an interview with us weekly. And she said, I don't know, some kind of spirit came down from God and knows and it made love to me. She said it was sheer bliss. I felt everything. I climaxed and and then it floated away. It was almost like what might have happened to Mary? Like she literally felt like she could have had the next Jesus. Is that TMI? Is that too much info? It's weird info. It's weird info, but it's like, like this, things- this is full Hollywood is weird right here. Like people talking about having sex with ghosts, but it's one of those things where it's like, all right, you're going on um, Jimmy Fallon tonight. Okay. The producer calls you. All right, you're coming on tonight. What should Jimmy talk to you about? Any crazy stories you could tell us that he could tee you up for? Oh, 100%. I have sex with a ghost? Okay, let's go with that. You had sex with a ghost. <laughs> Hilarious. Let's talk about that. So tell me what happened. It's just like, it's just, I could, 
I would love to be part of those pre-show interviews. It's just so bizarre. You, you know, you're like just picking through like, please, God, how can I make you interesting? Like, you know, like, so Eva Mendez, I guess she, when she was young, she wanted to be a nun when she grew up. You know that that was a story that for sure she told some someone in a pre-interview. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I wanted to be a nun. And then I found out how much they made. And so then I was like, never mind. Don't want to be a nun anymore. Those are the people who probably have the best stories from talking to celebrities because they're just trying to find something unique. And like all these celebrities are like, all right, what do you think about this? I broke my foot, not by playing sports, but I fouled down the steps being clumsy. <laughs> and then they're like, no, that's not good. <laughs> like, no, just it's just like they I mean, just to dig through all the shit to find something interesting about these people must be pretty funny like for a lot of these but, people. And that same note, I wonder if there's either stories that they're like, oh, I, I don't even know if we can air this. And then other people where they're like, I just pre-interviewed you for 45 minutes and there's nothing interesting about your life. Like, I don't even want to do this interview anymore. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's bail on this thing. Let's just not do it. Uh, off subject a little bit, Dex, and mm -hmm. I know this is not really regarding the episode. We're going to go back into some weird things because I actually enjoy this. You told me these random facts, but Minka Kelly, yeah. She's been popping up on Daily Mail and the news blogs a lot lately. What, oh, like, does she have the how, same publicist as Emily Radzikowski? You would think so, but it's like she just got photographed. Her and Dan Reynolds, she's dating now the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. They're leaving mm -hmm. a spa in L.A. Now we, she's leaving the I, gym. I, I, it's no, the most random places that dude, at karate competitions. Why? I posted this in our private Facebook group the other day. If, if you are not a part of um, uh, Off the Record, go join our Facebook group because I literally posted this when they were at that karate meet. And I'm like, do any of her boyfriends realize that anytime you date her, the paparazzi or photos come out of you all the time? Like every like super high profile boyfriend she's been with. There's nonstop photos of them out in public going around. I'm like, don't you think you'd be like, this is really weird that. I've never really seen a lot of photos of you by yourself, but yet every time we're together, there's shit tons of paparazzi following us around. I wonder how they found out about us being here. Yeah, it's uh, there. She's definitely working this. I shouldn't say she's definitely allegedly definitely because I don't want them coming out to me like no. We're, uh, but I, I'm telling you, there's a lot of red flags here. So she's she's keeping her name afloat. All right, back to the random uh, these uh, Hollywood is weird facts because I, I find these fascinating. Yeah, you want a weird one? I'm going to give you a weird one. James Lipton used to work as a pimp in Paris in the 1950s. James Lipton? Yeah, the host of the Inside the Actor Studio. That old dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used to be a pimp in Paris back in the day. I sort of see it. No, uh, <laughs> that is so strange. I mean, that's kind of cool, but that is so strange. Yeah, I I guess he used to like work in this like after hours place and he represented women kind of like an agent and took a cut of their pay. And that's just how he lived his life back in the days. And um, he, he finally told, I think it was like parade magazine about this came out and said, Hey, this is, this is the deal. This is what I used to do when I was younger. And I just him out of that. That would not have been the career I would have picked for him to say. No, not at all. I love that when you know when you do one of these when you do a magazine interview, you have to have like one big reveal during the interview. Like, okay, 
we'll do an interview with you. We'll put you in the magazine, but you have to say something that you've never said anything before. Like tell us some little thing. Okay. When I was working in, and I okay, here you go, Adam, I'm going to do a huge interview. What would be that one random fact that nobody knows about you? It probably the Dennis Rodman story that I'm not going to tell right now. No, come on. Give me a, ra- a random fact that people would be like, what? Um, I don't like really if you were playing that. Never Have I Ever, what would be that one thing that you'd like, oh, I could get everyone else to put their finger down but you? I, I, I don't even know. I don't have any random facts. I'm so bad. I drive a Honda Accord. I don't know. Like people think it, there's no I've ne- random I've facts. Never, I've never had a speeding ticket. You've never had a speeding ticket? I don't think I've got a speeding ticket. People always find that weird. I've got tickets, but not speeding. I've never Do not speed? sang karaoke. Okay. All right. That's I'm surprised you haven't because I feel like you would love it. I and I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do it for my birthday this year. I'm not I hate yeah, they're singing. They're gonna go like, all out. Like I'm probably I, gonna go I, nuts. I fucking hate singing in public because I'm <laughs> such a bad singer that I think I just need to do it. Like I just need to have fun, go crazy for my birthday and just what, do some karaoke. What's your song gonna be for singing? Do you have a Ooh, karaoke a good song? Question. Like- maybe pour some sugar on me or um Maybe a Bon Jovi song. I don't know. I don't. I I need to put some more thought into this. I'm yeah. not sure. Mine, like if I do karaoke, it's like Wagon Wheel, the Darius Rucker version, or something like that. <laughs> like I just, I got that. Like fits my song, my voice. You know. No, I need something crazy and loud where you don't hear how bad my voice really is, <laughs> and how yeah. off tune I am. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Again, All random right, facts with Dax and Adam. Um. No, and then I don't know if you saw we we had talked about this a little bit ago about Leighton Meester putting out. Didn't she do a book about her life? Shh, I'll tell you what about Leighton Meester. She actually did a song ten years ago that I actually really liked, and it was like the one song she did, and then never did it again. But I really liked mm-hmm. the song. And then I remember when she was doing Gossip Girl in New York, and like I probably know about four different people that went on dates with her. Like it was just somehow when she was just a new star, everyone was like, she was in the New York scene. And I feel like all these guys I knew got to go like on dates with her. And I was like, it was kind of unique and interesting, but no, tell me about this about. Okay. So no, this, this was a crazy interesting fact, but she was born while her mom was in prison. Leighton Meester. Yeah. She was born while her, Wow. Her mom was in mom prison. Was in pr- what was her mom yeah. in prison for? So her mom was arrested for trying to smuggle marijuana from Jamaica to the U.S. Um, and I guess it was like a big drug ring or something. And so Leighton spent the first few months of her life in a, like a halfway house and then lived with her grandparents for a while. But yeah, her mom was in prison when she was pregnant with Leighton and then gave birth. Isn't that nuts? I, like, I'm, wild story. It's a great story for her. But it's a great story now because marijuana is legal, so you can really kind of like make fun. And she's like, "Yeah, I was born in prison," and she was also young enough where she didn't even realize what was going on. But it wasn't mm-hmm. really just prison; it's a halfway house, right? They, you said. Yeah, I guess she was kind of transferred from house to house. It's, um, I mean, it's a, it, that's an interesting story for that's a producer. That's a fucking fascinating if, story. If you're doing a morning show, if you're doing uh, one of these, that's shows, like gold standard to, right there of stories that someone could tell you. Like, oh, by the way, my mom was in prison when she gave birth to me. That's yeah, I think there's a lot of substance there, and that could be kind of fun, especially now with marijuana being legal. I think it's no one really judge you 
but it's unique where that's a great pre-interview story. I hope she just revealed that part mm-hmm. on a good show and not for Parade Magazine. <laughs> okay, here's another. The, yeah, the good juice for good stuff. Yeah. Is there is there anything that you are afraid of that you maybe like irrational fears? Because um, I know I know mine that is like a full irrational fear, and I know that it's irrational, but like I can't help myself, and that is cheese graters. I hate them. Uh, every time I go to grate cheese, I feel like I'm gonna lose the tips of my fingertips. I can and like that. even if. I have like a massive block of cheese. It like really freaks me out. So you'll see um, people will post up photos. I don't know if you've ever seen this one where it's like a kid coming down a slide, but they Photoshop the end of the slide to be a cheese grater. It freaks me out. (laughs) And like, I know it's, it's dumb. And my wife like makes fun of me because she's like, can't do the cheese grater. And I'm like, I, I don't know why it just, it weirds me out. But I I think someone has upped me on the weird phobias, and that's Nicole Kidman, who's afraid of butterflies. It, so, no, it's funny. Before we get into Nicole Kidman, before you even told me about your cheese grater thing, the thing that I was going to say that I'm scared of is yeah. Indian food, and what? it's just I just feel like it's going to just be it's going to rip up my stomach. To me, that's just as soon as I eat it, it would just go in my stomach, and like the curry would just like tear it apart. Of my I mean, I think that's stomach. a pretty rational fear. Yeah, it's just like don't even get it near me. I don't want anything with curry. I just think it would just it would my I could see my abs moving like an alien inside my stomach. If That's I had cute that you food. said abs, though. You can see your belly. Uh, we have abs here. Okay, we can't <laughs> afford food, so we have abs. Um, <laughs> um, so it was about Nicole Kidman. Yeah, so apparently she's got this phobia, and I don't know how the hell to say the phobia because it's like forty-seven letters long, but it's like lepid. Oterophobia. I don't know how to say it. Whatever. I guess she's had it since she's a kid. She doesn't like the feel of butterflies' bodies, and it freaks her the hell out. So she doesn't like butterflies. Like, who doesn't like butterflies? That is the one insect that everyone loves, you would think. And Nicole Kidman, not so much. Wow. That's interesting. Again, how did this stuff come out? It has to come out during pre-interviews in the publicist's the publicist sits with them. I've, I've done it before. I was representing um, – a while back I was working with uh, one of the members on uh, – some singer, a young singer I was. This was like months ago. I forget the young – the girl. And she – like I had to do a pre-interview with her. And I was like, all right, listen, we're going to – I think it was Us Weekly. No, it, we, so it was a singer. I forget who it was, but we are doing the us weekly thing 25 things you don't know about me mm-hmm. and i was on the phone with her like all right tell me some stuff and she's like um i've been to paris and, i've been to paris and italy but i've never gone to spain i really want to go i'm like oh cool okay so we're like <laughs> digging to find random facts like it just that's not what it's not entertaining but that's it's a unique thing it's i don't know anybody else who's afraid of butterflies i mean i'm sure yeah. there's some people who have there's, it well clearly if there's a a phobia named after it and must be a thing people there's a lot of weird people out there so how would funny would it be is the next time nicole kim and goes on red carpet everyone has butterflies like I and they, nicole, release butterflies. Butterflies. <laughs> they release butterflies like we're gonna celebrate your new movie while letting all these butterflies go oh no don't do that <laughs> we're gonna release 2500 butterflies into the wild along the red <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you know, that's a terrible idea. But, but I'm but I'm picturing because I hate spiders too. I'm picturing them doing that to me, and that sounds horrible. Like, oh, we're gonna release twenty five hundred spiders on the red carpet for this premiere. I would shit myself. Dude, so Nicole Kidman used to live in this building. I, I'm sure she doesn't probably live there anymore. Actually, she I don't know because she doesn't. She had property in this building when it first opened, but she's not really in New York too often. But the building was a pretty big building. And what you do is if you're a car, your car goes into the garage and then the car mm-hmm. goes all the way up to your floor. So your okay. car is on your floor. Your, it, oh, wow. Like, a, like your garage is literally on your floor. Correct. Oh, you know, we talked to uh, that Real Housewife in Miami that had that, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. she literally showed us her garage is on the, like, 20th floor of her building. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty okay. cool, especially in New York City on the water, but... So dope, dude. But, like, what is the benefit of having your car on your floor? Like, wouldn't you rather have that living space up there? I, I guess it could be considered storage space. I don't know. Some people just want to be super private where they don't see anybody. I don't know. Oh, you know what? It probably helps with, like, the groceries... Like you're just unloading them from the car directly rather than having to like go up and down an elevator. We got to imagine this building, maybe like 20 floors, there's only 20 residents. They all have money that can afford the whole floor. So it's like you don't really see each other at all. It's just you go right to your floor. I Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I, I don't really know. But it's one of those random perks where you have money and it's just like, yeah, that sounds cool to me. I'll do it. But I also think of like the exhaust somehow. Like I don't know how that works when there's gas. I'm sure you just pull in and turn your car off. And then it goes up. Like you can't like leave your car on and go up the elevator. Yeah. I don't know. We we know. we're too poor to even understand how this functions. Dude, I have to illegally park my car in New York City on the streets every single day because I can't afford parking. What happens you know what if you, I get do? A, you don't get a ticket? Oh, you know what I all right, you want to know something I do? Here's my random fact. I mean, I don't care. I went to, I made a fake press plate on my computer and I laminated it. So when I park in the city, I put it on the front of my car and it says I work for like New York Post, the Fox News, to CNN. And I put fake media credentials on the front of my car so I could park for free. I do. I mean, that's, yeah, that's probably my random fact. It works probably 95% of the time. Have you, and you don't get a ticket? No. No. Sick. It's Smart just like move, these, bro. yeah. So Smart I, have a fa- I use a fake press thing to get out of tickets in the city. That's really funny. Well, uh, Angelina go- Jolie got out of something. What'd she get out of? Uh, a hitman taking her life. <sighs> One that she hired. What? Yeah, so Angelina Jolie, I guess when she was 22 years old, hired a hitman to kill her, but then he convinced her to stay alive. So apparently while they were talking, he was, I guess, a decent enough person and asked if she would think about it and call him again in two months. And then something changed in her life and she figured it out and wanted to stick around. But she literally tried to hire a hitman to, to kill her and then decided, never mind. Do you think he like saw her and he was like, holy crap, this woman is beautiful. No <laughs> chance. Like, are you sure, lady? <laughs> Listen, I want to kill you, but I saw these headshots. You have an it factor. I do big <laughs> things in your career. Listen, I want to kill you, but there's an audition for Tomb Raider. And I think you yeah. could do the part amazing. Do you really want me to do really this? It really speaks to you. 
Yeah, I mean that's pretty unique that she found someone and the guy had the the moral like he was like you know the what moral compass to like talk her out of it <laughs> yeah. than rather than take the money. Yeah, I but honestly with Angela Jolie, I don't expect less because she's just so during that time she was very unique and kind of out there mm-hmm. and wild. Now she's obviously very tame. It's funny uh, she's in New York right now. And you don't see her ever wearing anything sort of. She's so conservative now. She's she's never doing anything kind of scandalous. She's just a, a very good mom. But I'll tell you what, I saw her in New York City recently. I was more kind of starstruck, and not saying star, starstruck might not be the term, but sort of like kind of like, oh, that's them, mm-hmm. was her kids, to see the kids yeah. in person. When you see, see them grown up. Yeah. I was more like, oh, wow, that's the kids. And I was kind mm-hmm. of like, I found that to be very more kind of like, can you name all six of their kids? I couldn't. What? Shiloh. Okay. Uh, I know the nicknames. T-Bone, Shiloh, <laughs> uh, Rickshaw. I don't know. I don't know the names. Rickshaw? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can still do it. I used to be able to do it. So we have Shiloh, Maddox, Knox, Vivian, Pax, I'm forgetting the one who is it. Uh, damn. That's insane that you know Angelina Jolie's kids' names. That's, I can't remember the last one. That's damn it. so funny and random. <laughs> that's so funny and random. Let's uh, uh, let's end this episode on Dax knowing all Angelina Jolie's kids' names. <laughs> uh, well, all but one. Now I got to Google it. God damn it. So Angelina Jolie. I, I have to look at it because people are probably yelling it kids even if the people at home know it i'm like very impressed maddox show oh god i'm so dumb z zahara i would not have guessed that one even if it was multiple choice i wouldn't have gotten that one but i'm very impressed that you knew that but you know a lot when it comes to entertainment news we are the hollywood raw podcast if you're watching on youtube thank you for watching it like and subscribe to the channel if you're listening to the podcast give us a review on itunes it's the best thing to do to support this podcast and we give you a little shout out on air follow us on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, or on it all. We have a private Facebook group called Off the Record, which I highly suggest you guys join. It's a really cool community. Follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holtz. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. A Huda Media Production.